Welcome to the first episode of EPR with your hosts, Nick Frederick and Laura Thorne. On today's episode, we're going to tell you what the podcast is all about, talk about what it means to be an environmental professional. And I heard that Laura might have a question for me at the end. So please be sure to stick around for that. It's going to be fun. Awesome. Super excited. Be sure that you hit that subscribe button before you leave and give us a good rating and you know, maybe leave us a nice comment. Yes, but only nice ones because we're very sensitive. Just Nick. Nick is sensitive. Okay, well, I'm very sensitive, yes. <laughs> hey, Nick. Hey, Laura. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. My very first intro. We definitely didn't practice good. that. Yeah. Save it in the can. We'll never record another one again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Perfect. New first take every time. That's Process our Process efficiency. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. from the bat. Right from well, the bat. Welcome to you. Yeah. And to you as well. What an exciting time this is. Our uh, our first show, our very first podcast about the environment and professionals and environmental professionals together. Yeah. Which are my <laughs> favorite people. So it's really cool. I think yeah. that this is going to be an excellent adventure and I'm happy to do this with you. So absolutely looking forward to it. We'll see what happens, you know, <laughs> and yes, yeah, so you'll have to forgive us in the beginning because we're learning. We're all learning this together. This is new for us and it's new for our NAEP. So sit back and enjoy. You are listening to EPR. So Nick, we got the show. We got the airtime. Who are we talking to? What's who's this for? Uh, it's a great question, Laura. You're always good at questions. I've said that since the beginning. Um, literally 30 Not seconds Not so good ago. at answers, but maybe questions. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but I think the show is really for environmental professionals of all kinds. We want this to be a broad scope that can apply to folks in our our industry, you know, whether that's educators or professionals in like a, a contractor setting or government agencies. We want there to be some information for everyone. We want there to be a large group of uh, people that are interested in in science and and how the environmental working world works. So yeah, I nailed it, right? That was that's perfect. Nothing else to add. <laughs> that is perfect. Well, I just <laughs> wanted to bring up an example that, you know, I met yeah. this guy here, you know, I've been I moved to Syracuse three years ago and I met this guy who's really awesome, you know, connected from one person to another. And someone said, Oh, you need to meet this one person. And so I met with him for coffee and, you know, back when you could do that in person and face to face <laughs> yeah. and also waste a lot of time, not waste time, but spend all day in a networking meeting, a coffee shop. But yeah, he is in renewable energies. He's doing like residential and commercial solar. He has worked for the county and done planting projects and right. done all of these things, even been involved, I think, in like urban planning. But when I told him about NAEP, yeah. he was like, well, that's not for me. I'm not an environmental professional. I don't think I'm an environmental professional. Huh. And I was like, huh, well, then what is it? I, I think we have different ideas about what an environmental professional is. Yeah. So. Who's in your local chapter? Because I know I know the chapters are kind of different across the country. So California, there's a lot of they're a little heavy on NEPA and regulation stuff. But then in Florida, right. you know, we have so much shoreline and habitat. Right. You know, that, that there was in the TBAP group, we had a lot of not only diversity of habitat, but diversity in the type of industries and jobs that people had that joined. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think North Carolina is very, it's a lot of wetlands work, a lot of that. It's a, it's a lot of that, a lot of transportation work in particular. So most of the NEPA in the area is uh, you know, around transportation, which ironically is not what I do at all. So as a, a federal contractor, I, I'm working across the country doing NEPA mostly, but also, um, you know, integrated natural resource management plans and, you know, wetlands delineations and stuff like that too, but doing it in different parts of the country. So there's a really, I think per state, there's going to be a range of professionals that do different things. And so, yeah, that's kind of the point of the podcast is to try to bring that, you know, widen that net and uh, bring in people that either don't normally come together or maybe just hadn't thought of it, like you said. And so I think that's the main point of our, our, our podcast and what we're trying to do. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think too, a lot of the students I talk to and career changers, you know, the first thing they ask me is like, I don't know what I can apply for. I don't know what the jobs are. So this will be a great chance to not only bring everybody in, but also talk about all the different things that people do as yeah. environmental professionals. And maybe that one person who's sitting around going, I'm not an environmental professional or had never even considered it. We'll be listening right. one day and go, Hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's important too. Like we want it to be for all levels. You know, we want there yeah. to be guests that are the leaders of their industry, but we also want to hear from people that are coming up and just starting their careers because I think everybody brings a really unique perspective to the environmental professionals field. And so we do not want to shy away from that. We want to, we want to give you guys, a full picture of what it's like and then also have some fun along the way because what's the point otherwise yeah. so that's one of the things i love about environmental professionals is we do like to also have our fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know i know i think we were talking previously about stereotypes right and one of my favorites uh, just trying to buy a car everyone's like oh do you want a prius stereotype. yeah yeah it's just a, it's just my favorite yeah because they're like oh yeah you must want you said environmental something and i wasn't listening to the last half of it so i assume you want a prius you know yeah and no, those are too well, expensive. Well, they're probably not wrong. But, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, I would. I would. They're not wrong, but they're, they're too expensive. I had to get something cheaper. <laughs> they don't so, know enough about environmental Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you right. go. Brilliant. <laughs> this is EPR. Okay, Laura. Well, we've, we've said who this podcast is for, but how did this podcast come to be? Like, where did this idea start? And maybe you can give us a little bit of your background as well. And then, uh, and then we'll trade. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good. So the the podcast idea came up recently, a few different conversations the NAP board was having about providing value and giving back and really just kind of getting exposure. How do we get our membership numbers up and just the awareness about NAP? The, right. the organization has been around for a long time and it covers the entire country, but there's still a lot of people who, who haven't heard of it. Yeah. And so it really just came out of some brainstorming. And as far as how did I get involved in what else does NAP provide? I've been a member of not the NAP, but a local chapter in Tampa since 2011. And at right. the time I was working at the Environmental Protection Commission in Hillsborough County. And I was just looking to network. I did a lot of work with other organizations, both public and private. And yeah. I wanted to sort of be in a space where I could get to know the people I was working with. And the Tampa chapter was very diverse, had, as we mentioned, people from not only private sector, but from the government organization. So it's a great opportunity for people who are asking for permits to meet the permitters and then right. build those yeah. relationships. You know, that's really like the awesome thing about NAP and how it's different from the other environmental organizations is that you can cross-connect with 
the people you oh, work yeah. with or want to work with, not yeah. only, or, you know, get a job with obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> right. And then I got more involved when I did want to look for another job. And so I asked to join the board, not asked, but nominated to join the board of the TBAP and right. was immediately asked to be vice president or run for vice president. And then yeah. uh, was president the next year. So did a lot of work with the chapters and what we did for our members. And we started a women's STEM program, which, you know, was showcased at the yeah. conference this year, which was really cool. It's great. Yeah. But I love the organization. I love environmental professionals. So when I did leave the EPC and move to Syracuse and, you know, now I, I run my own business. I do some career coaching for environmental career seekers. And in my business consulting, I promote and teach a lot of social and impact entrepreneurship and business practices. So just being involved with the environment still, like even though I'm not in environmental consulting, I still right. want to be plugged in and I just love environmental professionals. They're the best people. We all <laughs> love to travel and hike and, you know, yeah, majority like homebrew and microbrews and stuff. So there's a lot of really good people to connect with. And yeah. um, again, all, all kinds of different backgrounds and industries. So that's the cool thing about this podcast. And, you know, I'm, I'm the co-chair of the education committee for NAP. So when I moved to right. Syracuse and left the Tampa chapter, I joined the national board and in running the webinars, we have a great opportunity to reach our members, but we don't have an opportunity to reach people who are not members yet or who've not heard of us. Right. No good opportunity to really spread the word and an easy share. So the podcast is like, Hey, let's talk about what we do, who we are, yeah. do some board member spotlights. And then people can share this and, you know, maybe bring some, some new people and some young people into our world. Yeah, absolutely. So I think yeah. that's kind of where it came from. What's your experience? Yeah. I, I think like for me, like, you know, so I'm an environmental consultant, right? I have been for 11 years now. It's, uh, it's just crazy to say, but yeah, I, I started out at a big firm and, you know, my boss said one day, one day, Hey, you should go to this conference. I think you'd like it. And so, yeah, you know, just wide eyed showed up at LA, the LA conference and just you know, kind of blew me away because everybody was so fun. So it was like a really positive experience for me. And, you know, and I'm, I moved to North Carolina and joined the local chapter there, just became more and more involved in, in the national group as time went on. But like you said, like, there's a lot of really great people in the organization. And it's just really fun to, to meet people that you want to work with, or just, you know, like I say, they're just fun. And so I hope that we can kind of convey that on this show. And I think that's, like it, it will say it a lot, right? Like we want to have fun. We want to enjoy it. Like we're, we want people to see the other side of the regulators. You know, we want, want people to see a more, you know, basically put a face to NAEP, you know, or right. at least and a just voice. Right? Be warned that Nick is a comedian and I've been told I laugh too much. So yeah. <laughs> devilish combination yeah. going on. Yeah, here. there we go. So yeah, I will, uh, I will try to make jokes every now and then. Uh, and but I will but, laugh yeah. at them. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not always promise. Yeah. Yeah, I can't help it. And so, yeah, it's just, it, like I say, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. So Laura, do you have a question for me today? As a matter of fact, Nick, I do have a question for you. Well, that's so weird. Oh, wow. What is it? I'm very excited. I'm really excited to hear what this is. So, you know, in, in all our practice for the podcast and stuff, we talked a lot about uh, television and movies and things. So right, right. what is your favorite movie? All time, oh, hands all down, time? favorite movie. You know, most people say this is a hard question, but I mean, look, there's only one movie I've seen like 11 times in theaters <laughs> and uh, Wait, it was did you Jurassic. Say in theaters? Oh yes. No, I mean, for real, like literally <laughs> uh, 11 times. It was, it's, uh, it was unhealthy, but it was uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's Jurassic Park, which is not surprising at all. If you know me even a little bit, 
And it's, it's funny because it's just one of those movies that hit at the right time, right? I was, I was a kid when it came out and it, it was one of the, the most technologically advanced movies ever. And it put dinosaurs on a big screen and everybody, I mean, like everybody saw that movie. But uh, maybe I got a little too obsessed with it, you know? <laughs> I, I was like, I like dinosaurs a lot. And so I just and went. You were like every, 14? Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I was a little younger than that, but I won't, yeah. It's probably just slightly too old to care that much. Your friends were and like, Nick, so, dude, you got to stop. Yeah, you got to stop, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, oh, I love the Toronto Raptors. Are you like basketball? No, I love dinosaurs. Really, <laughs> yeah. You know, so... It's terrible. It was terrible. But no, it was just one of those things. It's just like a, a slice of life where it just happened to be the the perfect, perfect film. I mean, I, to me, um, you know, they've made a bunch of them since then. They're all bad. All yeah, the other so ones that was are my, bad. That was my follow up on that one was like, yeah. what do you think of the, the other ones? And did you see the 3D when it came out? Yes, I did. And uh, actually, ironically, I am going to watch it again tonight because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. So I'm actually uh, we're, we're doing like a private screening of it. So, yeah, that's <laughs> so like I say, this, the obsession continues. Yeah. I mean, there's just it's and it's also like an eminently quotable movie, which like growing up was really important like to our whole family you oh know, yeah every, every word quotes. if you're gen x every word that yeah. comes or thought that pops in your head is from a movie right yeah absolutely or, or music <laughs> yeah and you know so it's it's all kinds of stuff like what is it uh must go faster i say that in the car all the time whenever there's a slow car in front of me i still <laughs> say that you know and it's just there's so many just moments in that movie <laughs> that's you know? hilarious and so yeah it's great the and it's funny it's thing really is i've fun. never i have seen that movie but i literally am so scared of movies uh, yeah. that movie scared me too much <laughs> it is it's actually terrifying and uh my my best friend's not here so i'll tell you that this story he's <laughs> when he saw the movie he literally hid behind his seat crying because it was so scary and it was <laughs> it was a really legitimately good scary movie it had like you know intense moments in it so but still, though, he was too old to be that scared. I, uh, yeah. Even now, it gives me a little anxiety. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, hold on to your butts. That's the, no, that's the quote of the year. But like, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen but, it. Yeah. When, yeah. When he dies, you know, with the arm, you know, the arm that falls down. Oh, man. When that raptor pops out the, the first time. Is there a time ride? Is there a ride for this movie? There is. Or? There is. Uh, Universal, I think, has it. I mean. I don't know if it's still in existence, but uh, that definitely was for a while. Yeah, we're kind of old enough now for things that were once to be gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially in the theme park level. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, okay, well, that's my favorite like movie. Mr. Toad's like, Wild Ride. I totally missed yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gone. And I think even this is a small, it's a small world that's changing. I don't know. Oh, it's, good riddance to that. Whew. I know, but it's, it's been there spooky. For, forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a haunting. And like, it also stops. Like, the, the <laughs> they never updated it. Like, they just kind of stopped in 1980. Like, we did it. <laughs> yeah, that's what's terrifying it's, about it's it. That, it's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'll and take the, the haunted house, house. Yeah. haunted mansion all day long, but try to tell me, have me go on. It's a small world. It's a small yeah. world. And I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, what's uh, what's your favorite movie then? My favorite movie is a little bit. <laughs> it's Dream a Little Dream. It has Dream the two Corys in it. And oh. it's very, it's very oh, yeah, yeah. deep. It has some young youth adult themes and some mystical things and there's a scene with tofu and <laughs> <laughs> so like the basically i'm the not sure everyone yeah. gets into it as much actually i know no one gets into it as much as i do but i actually wrote a paper on it in my pop culture class in cult in college and yeah. had an a plus wow 
that's is it because they didn't they'd never heard of the movie before and they're like well i guess that's right i don't <laughs> no it's because i think the way that i explained it they were like oh i maybe i might watch it one day <laughs> <laughs> right huh <laughs> neat so the two quarries were in it uh what's the plot of the movie i don't know anything about it uh the plot of the movie is that oh it's so deep it's the, <laughs> the, yeah so you can't even there's do an it. older yeah. couple there's an older couple and a younger couple but it's the it's the classics like a spin on the classic girl from boy who's from the wrong side of the tracks that's not ah, good enough yeah. for the girl yeah, and yeah. then you know there's click rivals within school but then there's also this underlying theme of like getting older and yeah. holding on to your youth and also like soulmates it has all of these like, don't talk to me too much i'll convince you to right watch right it. yeah yeah no i know yeah <laughs> not to mention it has an awesome soundtrack the soundtrack yeah. is absolutely like top-notch for the 80s yeah oh man a sound a great soundtrack can sometimes like eclipse yeah. the movie you know? i listen like to a, like i don't watch i watch the movie whenever i'm like in a funk and it yeah. just kind of like fills me up again and then Although now I'm sad because Corey Haim's gone, but the soundtrack I listen to quite frequently because it's just, it's also uplifting. Right. Right. Yeah. That's so funny. Like, so I'm a nineties kid. And so like, uh, there's like two soundtracks from two movies that aren't even good, but like the Batman forever soundtrack was amazing. And so was the Godzilla soundtrack, like the Matthew Broderick film, which again oh. is not a good movie, but like my brother and I listened to that and it is a slice of 90s life, so it, it does not hold up. It does not. But at the time, we loved it, you know, <laughs> way more than Well, that. and I'm like the Batman soundtrack from the Michael Keaton one, you know, right. Prince was the oh, yeah, of yeah. that, so yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite albums, <laughs> soundtracks for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so there you go. So now you know how old we both are. And... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and where our perspectives come from, so yeah, that's great. That's probably... Good. So, yeah, it was a great, yeah, great first question. You are listening to EPR. So, Nick, that brings us to the end of our show. Yeah, our very first show. What a great and wonderful time we all had. We all did, and all of us. Now it's the, yes, <laughs> all of all two of us had a great time on the show. <laughs> it's time for us to end the show. And so we'll send it off somehow. And yep. So say goodbye. Great to do this with you. <laughs> and uh, I think I just snorted into the microphone. Um, wow. So there isn't a better to be way to end awkward send off, not a gross send off. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, well, can it, it can be both, right? Awkward and gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's something to work with there, I think. So uh, what were we saying? Oh, right. Bye. So I will see you. Next week. So long. Farewell. Remember, we were going to sing something. a little. Or Farewell. Goodbye. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Adieu. Avita Zane, good night. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Good night, not goodbye. Adios. Avita Zane. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I think it's both. They, they change, You know what? It's, uh, we'll get into... Uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? The Sound of Music. We'll, we'll do that. That'll be next show. Next show, Sound of Music. All right. <laughs> that couldn't have been more awkward. So I, yeah, I think, I think that was a success if I we're going will, uh, for awkward. <laughs> yeah, we nailed it. Boom. <laughs> All right, Laura. And now time for outtakes. <laughs> <laughs>